Well, hello. Hi, Connie and Christy. Hey. hey. How are you? Oh, y'all are all wearing green. I missed the memo. Mm. Just noticed it. Well, it's good to be back. We are here today and just excited about, we're still in March. Yes. yes. So we're wearing green. That's, I why, know. that's why you're wearing yes. green. Oh, I got it. I missed it. I'm not, I'm wearing blue stripes. But um, yeah, still in March and doing a deep dive into kids, littles in particular. And um, actually, today's going to be pretty practical, I think, when we get down to it. Hopefully. A little bit of, we'll see where this all goes. But we, we're taught, we're going through these values from the book that I mentioned that Joy Dawson wrote. And today, um, talking about teaching your children why it's important and how some just some ways that we how to be obedient mm-hmm. and to um, just learn obedience and to learn like, I would even say listening because they yes. go together mm-hmm. you know and I um, just want to read Ephesians 6 if you're like okay where in the word is this important why is it important let's like we mentioned going to the word of God in everything from when our marriages on parenting on how to be a follower of Jesus on any issue that you would be wanting to work through or get information on or your worldview. We talked about the Bible being our foundation. So even as we do talk about this today, I encourage you to get out your con- concordance. That would be, or what's that called? The back index? The back of your Bible. What's that called? Um, Isn't that your index? index? index yeah. yeah. And just looking up words on, look up obedience and looking up listening and just looking up um, discipline. Just mm-hmm. those different key words and Writing down all those scriptures and waiting on the Lord. Okay, how do I apply these? What do these mean? Why are they important? And just get that value into your heart and then hearing how the Bible shapes that. But I'm going to read Ephesians 6, 1 through 4 as we start. And it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord. And um, I just love that because right there is clearly saying, okay, we ha- we are. this is a command, yes. right? It's a command to children, mm-hmm. obey your parents. It's not like a suggestion, it's a children. Yeah. And it, it's a command with a promise. Yeah. And it says, if you do this, if you, if you, if you obey your parents, because this brings pleasure to God, mm-hmm. Also, and you honor your father and mother, it will go well with you. And I think obedience, training our kids in obedience, really is setting them up for success. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's what I would say. Yes. Because it, it's, it's at home training is training them to um, listen to our voice. Mm-hmm. It's training them to listen to God's voice uh-huh. eventually. And it's training, we always said in our home, cheerfully, quickly, and completely. We want a heart attitude that's the cheerfulness, mm-hmm. you know. And quickly, that means we're first-time responders. Yes. And completely, we don't halfway do it. We do it the whole way. And so, um, yeah, but I found those skill learning and training that, you find that going into later into school life mm-hmm. when you're learning about studying and um, being diligent and things. And it goes into your adult life, into jobs and into marriages and into being a parent themselves one day. But I think so much about learning obedience pays off. Yes. It's really that it's learning to curb the the will. Yes. You know. So jump out there. What are your thoughts on that when you start when we said, Okay, let's talk about this today. Those are some of my thoughts that came to my mind. Yeah, I think that it it does. It trains them for life. Um, you see it, it's such a practical thing to do when they're little and you think that 
oh, I'm just training them to do what I'm saying. You know, that could be the shallow reasoning, but really you're training them. Okay, first of all, I want you to have that heart response to the Lord when you're an adult. Like, are, do we have obedient, like I want to have a yes in my heart to the Lord and quickly, cheerfully, and yeah. completely whatever he's saying. And so just having a bigger vision than just, I want them to, you know, come when I call them. Right. And, at home but it takes a lot of work mm-hmm. I think that that's the thing that I find with when I was a mom training my kids with this and young moms it's like do you really want to put in the work <laughs> yes. like you do want to put in the work but like don't be surprised that this is taking it's going to take a lot of time it's going to take a lot of I mean, it's just training. You're going to have yeah. to do it over and over. And some kids are easier to, yes. that they will respond quickly every time. Like and you have your people, your kid pleasers yes, that want yes, to please mommy yes. and daddy. So they're more bent to like, just okay. that stare yeah. and yes. then melting. You know? Yes. And then there's some that aren't quite there. Yeah. There's some that you really have to work it out of them. So I just, my encouragement on the front end is it's very practical like what we're talking about but don't you yourself get exasperated by the process in it because it really is it can take a while and that's okay and that's normal and you're not doing it wrong and it doesn't mean it doesn't work like it's just doesn't mean you have an untrainable horrible kid right right right. yes (laughs) it just means it's a lot of work yes yeah no I was thinking when you were saying just on that was like um when you you get frustrated, and it's kind of like it's either get it's either pay now or pay later. Yes. That's how athlete training is. Yes, it's like it does take a lot of time. Yeah, but if you don't do it, it will take more time later. Exactly. So in those younger years, when they're wanting to be with mommy and daddy, yes. and they're wanting to obey you, and you're forming this blank person, though they do have a will, it you're in that it's really that ideal time to yes. capture their heart and start putting this um hey we want to honor mommy and daddy so it'll go well with you so i was thinking about that it's either pay now or pay later yes it's worth it though so good yeah i um when i think about it i'm remembering thinking all the times i was like oh man i just put it out there now i've got to hold the standard yeah you know so i Mm -hmm. think there's a place when it comes to training Mm -hmm. And requiring obedience that we have to mean what we say. Right. So if you're going to say something yes. and you you tell your kids you want them to do something, then you really got to want them to do it. It can't just be a flippant whatever, right. you yes. know, but we got to mean, we got to say what we mean. Exactly. And then follow through. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you don't want to follow it through, then I would say just don't say it. Right. That's right. one of the big ways to alleviate some of the frustration mm-hmm. is sometimes we'll like give a command but we're not we don't gonna ever follow we're not gonna follow right, through with it right and that's a whole different topic but you know <laughs> yeah. but it's just that's one of the ways that we exasperate our children mm-hmm. is we say command and this time we don't really follow through with it but then the next time we say the same command and we expect it to be done right away mm-hmm. and the first time we ask so yeah. That's where and they're we, going. Wait, is this one of those times yeah. that I get by with it, or is this one of those times that it's actually going to have a consequence? Yes. Yeah, right. yeah. So that's where it's like that's one of the ways we exasperate our children. Is they're like, what does she want from me? Does mm-hmm. she really want first time mm-hmm. obedience? Does she really want me to obey? I love the word pleasantly over cheerfully because sometimes you're not really 
cheerful about having to mm-hmm. Good. come yeah. inside when yes. you're playing outside, but that pleasant, like even if it's not what you want to do, the pleasant side of cheerfulness, yeah. that I can do this with like, okay, it's not what I want to do, but I'm going to be pleasant about it. I'm not going to huff and puff and yeah. it gets yeah. to the heart, but pleasant maybe captures the essence of that cheerful obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, but if we're going to require something of our kids, let's be consistent. Yes. Not so that it's so that for their benefit. So we right. don't become like Paul says in Ephesians, don't exasperate your kids. Yeah. Yes. I think so. they get exasperated too when they don't know what the expectation is. Uh-huh. Yes. That's the training part. And we've talked yes. about it, but I think it's okay. I feel very comfortable repeating ourselves because I know as a mom myself, I need to hear it over and over yes. again because we've said before, truth just leaks. And right. practices mm-hmm. leak when they don't really work um, mm-hmm. or you're not seeing them work like now. Like, oh, I did this for a whole day yes. and it's not working. This yeah. is like a process yes. and it I takes heard, a while. I heard this statement. I went to a parenting teaching on Monday night and it said, um, parenting happens in months and years, not days and weeks. That's Ouch. good. And yeah. that is like <laughs> so good. good. Yes. Um, you know, and I'm like, man, how many times have I expected my kids to get it yeah. on the first hour? Right. Like, and that's an unfair expectation on them. And yeah. so that's the purpose. I think that's what I love about the training side yeah. of it. Yes. And the, when you practice and you play the games and you model the behavior that's wanted. Right. So that then when you get into the situation and the kids actually need to implement Uh that training they've got it in them and it helps them succeed but if you're just at the grocery store and you've never trained them on something but yet you're wanting this behavior right then they're not going to know how to do it yeah and you're going to be mad at them but if you take the time to train for obedience and practice and play and help them know what's expected of them before Mm -hmm. it's expected of them Mm -hmm. so that in the moment they can actually do they can succeed. Right. Um, that's, yeah. I think something that's helpful practically is you picking something for like a week or a couple weeks at a time because the other thing is they can get overwhelmed with too much, yes. too many things. Like I'm training you on how to come when I call you and how to sit at the table. And, you know, there's just a million things you need to train them. So for your own heart and for your kids, just pick something and go after it. And I think you alluded to this, but you have to model it. So it, the first thing you're doing is you're showing them the expectation. Right. Okay, so when I say, um, Jaden, I want Jaden, come here. This is what I expect from you. I expect from you to stop what you're doing and come. Or, you know, depending if you want to say, Mommy, can I finish what I'm doing? And right. Recognize come. my voice. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so you're explaining this is what yeah. obedience looks like in, in that. You're in whatever way you decide that that looks like. And so then you practice. Like, okay, let's practice, practice, practice. Okay, great. And so then... There, and then if you don't do it, this is what the consequence is. So it's like very clear, like this is what I expect. This is what the consequence is. And we've practiced it. So now 
let's work it out in real life. I'm assuming that's what y'all. Exactly. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. what we did. And we would even, when I was training with my kids, then they would be the mom and I would be the kid. And yes, they would have to call see. my name, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or I would say, okay, what's my name? And they would call my pretend name and I would have to come, you know, yes. and then sometimes I wouldn't come and they would have to like, okay, that's a consequence, you yeah. know, or yes. whatever. We did um, a lot of role modeling. And I even role modeled bad behavior. I was yes. like, you know, when yes, I, because they too. don't, you don't see, the bad behavior so you I'm call your name and you roll your eyes at me or you know you know we would even out show this this is this is not good behavior this is what I'm seeing right now this is what I want to see you know and say I know it's hard mom herself has I'm not I'm not telling this to a two-year-old but when you're getting and they're older (laughs) six or seven you're like this is hard work I get it because it takes we have to rule our flesh Mm -hmm. you know and so it's stopping and saying okay I have to submit myself I know there's to what what's happening right now and to my mom asking me to do this and it's hard work but it's just showing it's training discipline it's training mm-hmm. self-control it's training listening it's training responding but yeah it's training we, courtesy and courtesy you know like yeah. I think that's one of the things of like the person in front of you matters yeah. mm-hmm. and the person that's around you and so when someone calls your name and asks you to come then or just calls your name, then you say yes. Mm-hmm. You know, like just even that simple. Mm-hmm. Just stop right there. You stop what you're doing and you listen to them. Yeah. Just that right there. I mean, that's so powerful, especially in our day and age of cell phones and distraction. Yes. Yes. You know, just training our kids. If someone wants your attention, you mm-hmm. give it to them because mm-hmm. that person's valuable. Yeah. So just that little thing of... It goes beyond just getting the kids to do what we want them to do, but it's like we were saying, these skills for their life, but also to teach them to value other people. Yes. Um, and I love, we would always, my kids loved it when we were training for something and I was the disobeyer. Um, they love, <laughs> that's the you best. know, especially when they're younger, even like six-year-olds, you know, like oh, yeah, they love, they love it. Oh, yes. Um, and you can even have bring dolls into it or action figures, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever it is, it just helps give them context and play is how kids learn. That yeah. is where mm-hmm. so much happens and connections are made in their brains. Making it fun, too, because I think about, I think that's why that Barney song was so fun. Yes. I mean, we all learned to clean up, clean up, everybody, everywhere, clean up. Does and this generation know that song? I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. So you can email us and let us know. Y'all stop you know singing the Barney, the Barney song. <laughs> it's a bluey or something. I, I, Okay, so I'm going to go on a little train of thought right here really quick. Um, so first of all, we have talked about, we have talked about expectations. So first of all, we are clear as moms what we want to ask our kids to do. We have taken them into the situation, like clean their room, and we have said, this is, we're going to learn to clean our room, and we're going to show them how to clean their room, and then we're going to say, okay, now let's do it together, and so we're going to, let's go clean our room, and we're going to do it together as we've shown them our expectations, and then it comes the time, we're like, okay, hey, Junior, we want you to go clean your room. Now, sounds great, easy, in a perfect world. We know it's not easy, and we know it's really difficult. So, what I want to take us quickly through is I want to take you back to the basics. If you're listening and you're going, okay, love it, can you tell me how we um, train obedience again? And I know, again, we've said this before, but we're going to go through it again. And um, because I know for myself, just information leaks. Again, it just leaks over time because you practice it. It's not working. You need to readjust. 
maybe you just need to hear it again. You've missed a detail in it and the bigness of life. And so first of all, I want to remind you, we go back to the Word of God. That is the number one place we go back to. And whenever you're trying to implement something new in your family or just shaping values or trying to go back to truth, it's the Word of God. And 2 Timothy 3 says this, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for the training in righteousness that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. And that's what we're doing, guys. We're training in righteousness. We are making, we're we're placing guardrails for our kiddos and putting uh, and implementing just disciplines and different things into them, godly characteristics and godly thinking so that they one day will be prepared for every good work that God has them. So um, again, we're searching out the word. I'm just going to read a couple of them to us that really um, stamp me as I think through the actual um, discipline process. And the first one is why discipline? Proverbs 29 says this. It's a um, great scripture and it says this. Discipline your son. 29:17. I'm sorry. Discipline your son, and he will give you rest. He will give delight to your heart. Okay, so right now we're seeing this. If you discipline your son, we're going to walk in rest. The house is going to be more in order. Their little hearts are going to be at rest because they know the expectations and they know the follow-through. And we're going to be at rest because we have a plan and we are actually have um, some tools to work with, which are super important. If you jump up from 29, you go up to the top and it says this, another great scripture that says, 15, the rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left himself brings shame to his mother. And so for our home, now I want you to hear me. Every house is different. Every There's reasons why people do things differently. In our world, but when we opened the word and we studied it, we found that this to be true. The rod, for us, we used a rod. A rod and reproof give wisdom. And so we use a system of the rod in our home and it really was very clear the kids understood it and it was the process i'm going to run through it really quickly but this is how it went i had an expectation i called their name let's use um cleaning their room i would say let's use abby hey abby honey and I, we would expect it. Yes, mommy. Some type of response because I want to know if they heard me. Sometimes we can just yell, hey, Abby, go clean your room. I have no idea if she heard me or not. I have no idea if she even engaged in me. But we would have some like, hey, Abby, can you come here? And Or I would go to them sometimes and say, hey, Abby, look at me in the eyes. And she looked me in the eyes. And, I need you to go clean your room. And so I needed to be done and go do that. And so I would expect her, I need you to do it now. And we're going to leave here in five minutes. So go get that done. And so I would run, let her go off. And if I went by later and checked on her room, found out she didn't do it. I was like, babe, you didn't do what I asked you to do. And so that would be a process of, I need you to come to me. What did mommy ask you to do? Mommy asked, I don't know. You know, get that answer. Okay, stop again. What did mommy ask you to do? Mommy, you asked me to clean my room. Did you clean your room? I no. look at it, it's very obvious. You know how to clean your room and you didn't do it, so I'm gonna discipline you. And so that's when I would um, take them to a separate place away from everybody else. And okay, I'm gonna give you two spankings. And so using the rod, spank them twice and then hold them. Of course, there'd be tears and we would hold them and love them and say, Abby, I love you so much, but you disobeyed mommy. And I need you to tell me you're sorry and get to that place where they really are sorry. Say, 
mommy, I'm so sorry that I disobeyed you. And then we would pray for them and say, Jesus, just, I bless Abby and I forgive her. She has told me she's sorry. I forgive her. I pray right now for her heart to be totally clean. And I ask that there just be so much grace for her next time to listen to my voice. Bless her. Fill her with your peace and joy in Jesus' name. Then I would give a big hug, look them in the eyes, and tell them I love them so much and send them back to finish the task and re-engage in the family. And, um, you know, I would say with our children that... Um, as they got older and looked back to this discipline process in their life, it really was a blessing to them. They all said that they felt very covered with clear expectations and a clear follow through and no shame in this discipline process and actually super appreciated my one son spoke years later as a teenager to a group of adults and he said to them you know i got a lot of discipline in my family growing up and he said i actually look back at those moments and really appreciate the uh, the boundaries that my parents were clear about and how they followed through with helping me become a man of obedience and he said now even in my relationship with God, when God disciplines me, I don't run from him. I actually draw to him. I feel his love because I know he cares for me. And so when he's disciplining me now, I actually pull towards him and not away from him in shame because I know he loves me and he cares for me and he's actually doing what's best in my life. And so for us, that was a super clear, workable um, season for a long season how we disciplined our kids. And I do know that everybody has different families. Everybody has different situations. This is not the only way, but it is a way that worked very clear for us. And I know many, many other families in their journey of training and disciplining their kids. You know, I think one thing as a parent that I wanted my kids to understand and know is that failure's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. We just want to learn from our mistakes. And I know that's really, really could be a hard concept to help kids figure out. But I really wanted to create a home where um, there's freedom to make mistakes and feel loved in my mistake, but to learn from my mistake. And so um, I personally didn't grow up in that kind of home. And so I knew that in my home that I wanted to establish, I wanted my kids to feel that they um, could be loved and are loved in the midst of their failure because a lot of life is failure. And I think even with the Lord, that's one of our issues of performance with God. Christy and Connie, I know you guys both did the same idea. Connie, what do you think? love that proverb because it says the rod and a reproof. And I'm thinking of like one-year-olds and two-year-olds. And you're teaching them no touch because you don't want them to touch the outlets. Right. Or the remotes on the the television, mm -hmm. on the coffee table or whatever, whatever it is. You know, and how many times you're sitting there and you're going, no touch. Yeah. As their little chubby little hand yeah. is reaching out for that. And they might pause at first and they're looking at mommy you know, and then they're going back and you're like, no touch. Mm -hmm. That's a reproof. Mm -hmm. That's you guiding them, warning them. And then if they actually touch it, then we would do a kind little swat on their hand. Like, oh, mommy said no touch. And you touch. That's a no touch. And we would swat their little hand. Yeah. Mommy forgives you. Okay, hug. 
you know, and then put them back on the floor to play. And then if they go to the remote again, it's the no touch. Yeah. And then eventually they don't touch it, exactly. you know. And yeah. so, but it's just got to be repetitive uh-huh. and it needs to be the reproof, the warning that don't do that. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, like that's often when they're little, it starts with those verbal, like the two-year-olds, you know, mm-hmm. or on the changing table, you know, don't, don't wiggle, roll, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, don't roll over. Be we still. We used to over. say be still. Simple command, be yeah. still. Yeah. You, you know, know no, be still. Yeah. And if they're not being still, then you hold their little legs and you say, oh, mommy said be still so that mommy can easily change your diaper. Yeah. You know, um, and so we also, we clearly defined, like, if you at this age... If mommy, as they get a little older and their comprehension Mm -hmm. happens, four years old, three years old, like, if you do this, then that's going to be, you know, we call them spanks. Mm -hmm. You know, you get four spanks. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had our special little tool, like a little wooden spoon kind of thing that was reserved just for that. And we were like, mommy's only going to hit swat you on your bottom, Mm -hmm. you know, and we had, they knew where they were going to be where the spank was going to happen. Right. Um, and they knew what was happening. And I knew. So I knew if I was mad, yeah. then I was like, Mommy's angry right now mm-hmm. because I'm frustrated. And I want to deal with my frustration first. Yes. And so when they're little, you can't give a whole lot of time for that no. because then they forget. So we really, it's on us to control our anger. Right. And if you are angry and ready to go into a form of discipline, whether it's with your words or with... Um, if you need to remove or isolate a child or if it's using spanking or the rod, if you do any of those in anger, you yeah. will damage your child. Right. Absolutely. There is no method of discipline or correction that's done in anger that won't hurt your child. Yeah. Because the Bible says be angry and don't sin. Yeah. And so it's okay to be frustrated with your child. Right. Yeah. Every guilty right here. Right. But then you can't you can't move forward no. with that. Yeah. You have to pause. And if your child is angry, that's probably one of the places we blew it the most. We didn't give our kids, if they were mad, a little bit of time to deal Mm -hmm. with their own anger and let them cool down. We tried to have some of those as they got older when they're still mad. Like, hey, you can go to your room for a couple minutes. You can ask for you can ask for some time. We're gonna come back to this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so if anger is present in you or in your child, let that settle yeah. yeah and then you can go through the process but if you're trying to walk through any kind of discipline process in anger it's, it's going to go bad and yeah. it will damage your child and it will lead to a it will lead bad fruit right and i would say when they're young and you deal with that you hold them you you hold them close mm-hmm. to get that to work that out of them, yeah. the touch and the comfort of a mother, yeah, um, to to calm them down, yeah. And then when they're older, they can have that space, yeah. like you said. But yeah. I say when they're younger, it's not good just to well, I'm just gonna let you kick on the floor until you're done. No, yeah. it's no, like no, no. We, we get that. on the floor, we scoop them up, calm them down, and then go through the process. Um, I was thinking too, um, when something else is like you're not which the process we use the same one that y'all shared um is you're removing it you're not just like giving them a spanking like right there on the spot like and again that's like an anger 
way mm-hmm. that people do it. It's like, oh, you did that, you know, you do it right there because that can bring shame too. That's so true. we always Christy. like brought them away from the, the group. Yeah. Um, I mean, to a separate room as best yeah. you yeah. could. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dignity and honor. I don't want to be corrected in front no. of a bunch of people. That's exactly. Good. That's so good I just out. think that's like a practical really thing good. that, and I think it, the whole process restores relationship and that's the end result because again you've forgiven they we all have an exchange of forgiveness and we would hug and pray for one another and then it's like it's done and Mm -hmm. I think that that gets missed a lot when people have a lot of opinions about things (laughs) like that but the reality is it's dealt with your relationships restored and then you move on and there's nothing left there so just a couple of practicals when you're doing it obviously no anger but also removing them and not just doing it right there yeah you know we started this I know it's we're probably gonna wrap up we started this talking about the long the long picture and I was um, reminded in Proverbs 29 also Proverbs 29 1 I love Proverbs but listen to the opposite sometimes we have to look at the opposite of what what do we do if we don't discipline what if we do just let just let it go it says or, or I love how you said um, the rod and reproof. Yes. What if we don't correct? What if like we're just not gonna, we're gonna just freelance? We're just gonna hope that it all works itself out. Um, Proverbs twenty nine one says, stubborn people who repeatedly refuse to accept correction will suddenly be broken and never recover. Oh, ouch! <laughs> Lord, I repent. <laughs> uh, me too. Uh, but I was just thinking. So when we don't, what we're doing is it's okay to be corrected. Yes. It's okay mm. to listen to somebody. And, and who's in your authority, if it's godly, you yes. know, and it's just ask, it's okay to curb your will because yes. it's going to happen in life. Yeah. And so, and if you can't yeah. handle that, which is the best when the kids are little to learn that journey, mm-hmm. but when you're older and you can't handle that, it says eventually you'll be broken and you won't recover. And so there's something in this process of even if you're listening, you're like, oh, how do I wrap my mind around this or what do I think is like my my submission to you is don't jump so quick just pause and get mm-hmm. with the Lord open the scriptures up and just say Lord I want to be yeah just a submitted person to you first and foremost and I ask for your wisdom as we train our kids and love our kids and raise we believe these world changers yes mm-hmm. and yes. so I know this is hard topic I know it's very controversial in our world today and uh, we even share these, these our own experiences and, and our own reality of what we did with just such a, um, I know, like a, kind of like a sobriety in this yes. world today. Yes. But I'm also like, if somebody doesn't say it, where are you going to hear it? Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. so I, we sit around this room and just say, um, following God's way is hard. It's yes. really hard sometimes. And like we said, not the only way, but a way. Yes. Yeah. And we really encourage you to study the Word of God. And if you're doing something now and it's not working, does that make sense? Uh-huh. Call in your community and say, okay, yeah, we're trying this. This isn't working. Right. Help us see it right. And maybe mm-hmm. watch me. Watch me. When, and so you're like, well, we've been trying some of this. Well, my questions would be, well, have you... Um, clarified expectations mm-hmm. are you following through because I would tell um, some moms you know they count I'm going to count to five and I'm like yeah. well you're just training your kid to count to five until right. that you know what I mean can yeah. we train not even knowing yeah. we're thinking yeah. oh I'm giving you grace and time yeah but then and like you said Connie that might be okay sometime but the day that you can't give yeah. time 
You don't have time to count to five. Running in the street. street. You're like, I'm going to count to five. And if you don't stop running in the street, I mean, it's like it's too late. And so it's we're we're always training. Yes. Either intentionally or with negligence, we're training. And so we want to be intentional. And I would say if you're concerned about a method you have, if you're like, is this okay? Then I would say find a trusted mentor yeah. and ask this person to read the word with you. Good. Don't yeah. just go off of that person's opinion. Like okay. I would say, don't. I love that Laura's like, read the word and discover for yourself. Yes. And if you're like, I need I like help, that. find a mentor that you trust their walk with God mm-hmm. and say, would you read these scriptures with me? Yeah. And then let me explain to you how we're currently yeah. training and disciplining our children. And then help me see how I'm lining up with the Word of God and how I'm not. Right. And what adjustments I need to make. That's good. That way, when you walk with the wise, you're wise. Mm-hmm. It's one of the Proverbs. And I, you're listening to this podcast because you want to be a wise mom. Exactly. Yes. You know, and I'm only a semi-wise mom because <laughs> I mm-hmm. clung to women who I trusted their walk with God and I said help me and I'm still saying help me yeah um and so that's the way that we do this well that's the way we train our children well is we cling to the word we find a mentor we walk in accountability if you're like y'all I'm afraid I'm going to be angry when I spank my kid right I know I probably need to discipline my child in some way but I'm really afraid of being angry would you hold me accountable would you Mm -hmm. ask me this week have you been angry when you've disciplined your children right um and let community help shape you it's part of God's plan to shaping us into the new creation so that was my encouragement as you're diving into this and asking God to speak to you. Totally. I want to add on to when you said mentor, I did want to say I, I do encourage you out there to get a community and it's wonderful to have friends in the same season. But when you when I, I think when you say mentor, you're probably saying somebody older yes. who you see positive fruit in their kids. Yes. Fruit that you want. Yes. Because and, and of course we can all learn from our people's failures right. I have failures right. I mean, right. you, we actually learn more from failures than you do sometimes from what works right, right? but um, find somebody who is when I think when Connie means mentor she's saying somebody who you who's a godly godly woman who um, also has fruit in their life when they're children their children yes. turning out the way you like I like yeah. that you yeah know? and so um, sometimes we want to get our side-by-side peer mentoring and that can be we don't want to, yeah. yeah. We were talking, I was in a circle yesterday, and we said, we don't want to experiment on our kids. No. We don't want to try these new things on our kids. That's not yeah. where you want to try some a new idea yeah. or a new culture idea. It's not on the kids that we want to try it on. Mm-hmm. And so um, just be careful as different, yeah, ideologies come out out there. Just be careful mm-hmm. about that. So that would be my thing. But, hey, we know this was a hard conversation, but we do hope and believe that we are offering just pieces of and slices of our own life and our own journeys because our whole goal is just to help you be the mommy or the daddy that you want to be mm-hmm. and raise those kids to love Jesus and um, yeah be world changers so that's it right awesome. all righty well uh Christy, pray for us and yes. roll into um, if they want to email us. Okay, Lord, we thank you so much that um, you are giving us what we need to parent our kids, Lord. And so I do pray for every 
parent that's listening, God, that you would equip them with the tools that they need to raise world changers, God, and that they would have courage to do things that are hard, that you give them perseverance and encouragement and um, just wisdom, like Connie said, wisdom from your word and wisdom from people that have gone before them, Lord. And we just ask um, that you would help each mom listening to um, raise the kids to have obedient hearts towards you um, and their parents in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you want to email us some topic ideas, parenting with purpose podcast at gmail.com. All righty. Talk to you next week. Bye. Okay, bye.